The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com and YouTube now present Mount St. Joseph University Softball. Today's game is being brought to you by the Wishbone Tavern in Cincinnati, Audacity, the Mount St. Joseph University, the Roar Store, YouTube, and UltimateSportsTalk.com. And now, let's go to the field for today's Mount St. Joseph University softball game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Mount St. Joseph University Softball Complex just off River Road here in Cincinnati. I'm Dave Mitchell alongside Chris Morris, and today we have got softball action for you as Denison out of Granville, Ohio, comes to town to take on the Mount St. Joseph Lions. The Lions on the season come into this ballgame with a record of 10-6. and They are 2-0 here at the Friendly Confines. Meanwhile... The Denison Big Red, well, they are 6-4 and four on the year. They are 0-3 oh on the season on the road. The Lions, well, they had a very successful trip down in Florida, Chris Morris, and they opened up the season with a pair of wins last week against Wittenberg, so they hope to continue that streak here today. Lions are playing really well, currently on a five-game winning streak. You mentioned it, 5-1 and one in Florida, two wins here at home uh, earlier last week. And now get a chance against the Big Red of Denison for two this afternoon. And, and the Lions look to stay hot offensively and continue the hot streak. Well, today the Big the Red come in to take Lions. on the Lions. They are hitting 311 as a team. And the Lions also hitting 311 as a team. When we come back, we will check out the starting lineups and have the opening pitch of this afternoon's ball game after this. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Yeah! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris, right back here at the softball complex where the Lions getting set to take on Denison. The Big Red come into this game 6-4 and four on the year. That includes a sweep over the Heartland Conference foe Franklin back on March 9th. The Big Red have dealt with some rough weather, though, for this season. Out of their last ten ball games, Chris, they have been rained out or postponed in eight of those. So this is their first game 
since last Tuesday. Yeah, they've only played those two games last Tuesday since March the 10th, so they're coming off 18 days without a game. So uh, you've got to give advantage to the Lions on that. We'll see if they take control of that early. They are led offensively by Annabelle Calderon, who is currently hitting 529 on the year, six doubles, a triple, and a home run. They faced each other last year up in Granville, and the Lions dominated game one, winning 17-2, but they dropped game two in that one. Five to four, a very close game. Yeah, they took care of business game one, and then game two uh, had some trouble offensively, and uh, Dennison hit a couple home runs in game two and was able to win that ball game five four. Split off last year as we move into game two games today. Well, let's take a look at the batting order for the Big Red here this afternoon against Casey Kemp, the Lions starter. Maggie Valentine will lead things off, the senior playing second base, hitting 333. Indy Workman will bat second, the shortstop batting 321. In the third slot is Jackie Abogado. Abogado is the third baseman today, hitting 448. We told you about Annabelle Calderon. She is the cleanup hitter behind the plate, hitting 529. Brooke Serball will bat fifth. She's the DP today, hitting 174. Alessandro Groom will be in left field. She's hitting 267. Then batting seventh is Clara Wolf in right field, hitting 267 also. Charlotte Doulette will be at first base, hitting 053. And batting ninth, Brianna Gonzalez. She is the center fielder hitting 348 on the season here today. When we come back, we'll take a look at Casey Kemp after this timeout. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar, so more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student-athlete. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, Chris, starting today will be Casey Kemp in the first game of this doubleheader for the Mount. Kemp on the season is 4-3 and three overall. She's got a 1.54 ERA in eight starts. This will be her ninth. She's thrown five complete games. She is in 45 and a third innings. She has given up just 20, excuse me, 13 runs, 10 of them earned. She struck out 36, walked 11, and that's... And that's over a 35-hit performance that Kemp has given up this year. Casey, the junior from Blanchester, Ohio, as she gets warmed up here for game number one, you mentioned to Dave, she's been throwing pretty well in every start so far, four and three records. So hopefully the offense continue to do good things for her and give her an early lead as she works here in the top of the first. Defensively for the Lions here this afternoon, Allie Lang will be in left field, McDonald in center, Kennedy in right. Fincham will be at third, Cornelius at short, Stevenson at second, Gabbard at first, and Ivers will be behind the plate catching 
Casey Kemp here this afternoon. Last time Stevenson saw this field, Chris, she had a two home run outburst in the games. Yeah, she's playing really well right now. And uh, just since Florida, her confidence has been through the roof, both defensively and offensively. And uh, just as a team, it's just a complete different team chemistry coming off that spring break trip. Tiffany Osmond is the head coach of the Big Red. She's in her 16th year, 335 wins, 231 career defeats. She is assisted by Sarah Birchmeyer and Brian Ledford. Boy, there's a lot more to talk about, Osmond, and we'll do that during the broadcast of this one. Wind blowing out from left to right here this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. The home plate umpire now is walking over and making sure that there is no artificial cheerleading equipment going on in the first base dugout where Dennison is. Lions in the third base dugout. Kemp with the mask on. Corners on in the infield. First pitch of the game. Swung on and grounded. Dead in the bag at Fincham. She backhands it. Throws to first in time for the first out of the ball game. One pitch, one out for Casey Kemp. It was a hard shot to the third baseman Fincham with a backhand down the third base line. Fired it across to Gabbard for the first out of the inning. Brings up Indy Workman. Workman the shortstop. Hitting 321 on the year. Right-handed batter. Steps into the plate. Has an open stance. Right foot close to the plate. Front foot on the line on the outside portion. She grounds that, taps at the third. Coming halfway between third and home as Fincham throws to first in time. Two pitches, two outs. Can't beat that if you're Casey Kemp. Another slow roller to the third baseman, Fincham. Gathers it cleanly. Fires it to Gabbert. As you mentioned, two pitches, two outs. That'll bring up Abogado. Abogado, the third baseman today, hitting 448. Dennison came in hitting 308 as a team with eight home runs on the air as a team. And the pitch swung on and tapped right back to the mound. Kemp, three pitches, three outs, and that'll do it here in the top of the first inning. Quick first inning for the Lions. We go to the bottom of the first. It is Dennison nothing and the mount coming to bat. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, let's check out the batting order here this afternoon for the Mount St. Joseph Lions. They will lead off Allie Lang, who's got eight hits on the year, hitting 235 in left field. Kelsey Stevenson is at second base, hitting 327, batting second. Macy Cornelius batting third, the shortstop, hitting 340. Courtney Keller is the DP this afternoon for Rachel Gabbard. She's hitting 289 on the year. Casey Kemp will bat fifth, the pitcher, hitting 333. Maddie Kennedy in right field. She's batting 419, leading the team in hitting. B. Ivers, the catcher, hitting 333, batting seventh. Casey Fincham in center field, batting eighth, hitting 386. And Emily McDonald with a BA of 270 is in center field, rounding out the batting order. So it's Lang, Stevenson, Cornelius, middle three, Keller, Kemp, and Kennedy. The bottom three, Ivers, Fincham, and McDonald. For Beth Goderwitz, the head coach down in the third base coach's box. Dee Dee Morris, her assistant, down in the first base box. And the pitcher here this afternoon. We'll tell you that here in a second as the first pitch to Lang is in tight for a ball. And that's going to be 
Serbaugh. Brooke Serbaugh will be the pitcher. She is 3-1 and one on the year. This will be her sixth start of the season. She's thrown two complete games. Serbaugh right-hander throws that pitch low and outside for a ball, 2-0. and oh. In 34 innings, she has given up 30 hits, 20 runs, 15 earned. She has struck out 27 and walked 13. Works off of the third base side of the rubber. Into the wind, the pitch, outside, 3-0 and oh to Allie Lang. Serball freshman from California in the circle for Denison. Lang the senior, the lefty for the Lions, leadoff hitter. Lang, 3-0. and oh. Looks at that pitch. Inside, ball four, walked her. Lang draws the walk to start the, in- the inning, and it's her seventh walk of the year as Lang finds another way on. So that'll bring up to the plate, Kelsey Stevenson. Defensively for Denison, they have got Groom in left, Gonzalez in center, Wolf in right, Abogado at third, Workman at short, Ballantyne at second, Doulette at first, Calderon behind the plate, and on the mound, as we told you, is the pitcher, and the ball is bunted out in front of the plate. Stevenson completes the sacrifice, is taking second on the play as Lang. Good bunt. Yeah, good job by Kelsey. Fifth sacrifice of the year. She's able to get the bunt down the first base line. Lang moves up to second with one out. Now it'll bring up Cornelius. Cornelius stepping up to the plate against Serbaugh with one down, hitting 340 on the year. Runner at second is Lang, and that pitch outside. Outfield playing in shallow from left to right. We told you that wind is blowing out towards right field, the foul line. In at the corners are Abogado and Doulette for Dennison. No score that pitch over the inside corner called strike. Serball coming back with an inside strike. She's got a little velocity on her. Freshman from California. Where's the 21 jersey in the circle for Dennison? Lang at second with one out for the Lions. One and one the count, one down here in the bottom of the first. Pitch to the plate, bunt it down the third baseline, great bunt. Abogado comes in, throws the first, not in time, he gets by the second baseman, covering first and coming home to score is Lang. Going into second, sliding is Cornelius, and that'll give the Lions an early one to nothing lead. Talk about how dangerous Macy Cornelius is right there. Able to put a bunt down, third base sits back. Lang, Lang comes all the way in from second to home on an air on the thir- first baseman on a throw as Cornelius moves up to second off the bunt. one nothing Lions lead. Cornelius in scoring position with one out. Brings up Courtney Keller. Keller required to take a towel out of her hip pocket before she steps up to the plate. Our umpires today, Guy Morrow behind the plate and Gavin Cannon on the bases. That pitch is taken down low. That was Cornelius' 19th hit of the year off that bunt single. Advanced to second on the ball that got past the first baseman. Lang came in to score. Keller, what a year she's having. Five homers, 12 RBIs. That pitch, check swing, over but low, 2-0. and They're going to check with the base umpire, and he says, nope, she did not go. Serve ball falling behind hitters early on. The single season home run record for the Lions is nine. And Keller, we're not even a third of the way through the season, has already got five. That pitch swung on, pop foul behind us and out of play. Count now two and one. Last ten meetings between these ball clubs, the Lions have won four, lost six. 
They have won three of the last four, though. Two and one to count to Keller with Cornelius at second. Check swing in tight. And the count now three and one. Keller working with a hitter's count. Three-one count. Cornelius still stands at second with only one out. Lang with the run for the Lions already here in the bottom of the first. Serbong into the wind. 3-1 swung on and tapped to short. Coming in Cornelius. They're going to call, I believe, Cornelius out on interference as she ran into the shortstop workman trying to field that ball. So that will be the second out at the inning, but going to first and safely is Keller on the interference call. Yeah, good call by the umpire. Cornelius just didn't take a pause right there, just ran right into the shortstop of Workman. That'll be the second out of the inning for Dennison, but Keller is at first. So two down brings up Casey Kemp hitting 333. Two down here in the inning. Lions lead at 1-0. And the pitch from Serball, high and out tight. Outside for a ball. Once again, Serball falls behind the hitter. Kemp, right-handed batter, open stance again. Infield, even with the bags at the corners. Outfield, medium depth, that pitch called strike over the inside part of the plate, one and one. That's nothing that Casey Kemp could have done with that pitch. That was a great pitch on the inside corner. One and one to count. Kemp holds the bat about shoulder high. And the one one swung on and blooped to short, coming in the shortstop. Workman has it on the fly and that'll do it here in the inning for the Lions but in the inning they pick up one run on just one base hit one error and they leave one on we go to the second it's the Mount 1 Dennison nothing action using gay to mean dumb or stupid not cool not in my house not anywhere words have consequences you know so we're accountable for the things that we say and, and words have meaning and so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others. And so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative. It's offensive to gay people. And you're better than that. When it comes to you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way. And I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are because we're not here to judge. And I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade. And it starts with the NBA because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you. And if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. One nothing Lions leader as we head to the second inning. Chris, I think it's safe to say we're not in Florida anymore. Yeah, a little chilly here this afternoon, but nice job by the Lions offense. Alley gets the walk, sacrificed by Kelsey. The bunt single for Cornelius off the air. The Lions score and take the one nothing lead. Calderon, the backstop for Dennison, also their leading hitter. Right-handed batter steps in, hitting 529 on the season against Casey Kemp, who had three pitches, three outs in the first inning, and that pitch is high and outside for a ball, 1-0. Called around 18 hits, six doubles, a triple and a home run, 10 RBIs. Dangerous hitter at the plate right here for Dennison. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled back against the screen. Count evens, one ball, one strike. This first game will be followed up by the second game. We'll have that one for you also here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Be sure to stick around in between games. Chris interviewed Kelsey Stevenson, 
yesterday. That'll be our in-between games interview, and that pitch is upstairs to Calderon. I would think the Lions want to be careful with Calderon here at the plate. Yeah, hitting 529, one home run, dangerous hitter. Just have to be careful here. Let your defense work. Two and one the count. Kemp looking in. And the pitch swung on and missed. Well, she blew it by her two and two. Nice pitch by Casey Kemp. Pitch really good so far here in her junior year. Coming off a strong 15-win season last year. Brian Ledford, the coach down at first base for Dennison. And at third, Tiffany Osmond. Pitch swung on and missed. Got her swinging. First strike out of the ball game. Registered by Casey Kemp. One down. Nice pitch. Casey Kemp gets her first strike out of the afternoon. Brings up Brooke Serbaugh. Serbaugh hitting 174 on the year, the pitcher. Number 21, Brooke She was slated to be the DP, and their pitcher was supposed to be Parpala, but they made that switch right at the very last chance, and that pitch swung on by Serbaugh and blasted out of play foul. Owen won the count. Ball made its way to River Road as it goes across the road here next to the field. Owen won the count. You could have a lot of claims off of this road if you were in Ohio. (laughs) Owen won the count, one down. That pitch swung on, fly ball, right field going back Kennedy, and it's going to hit off the wall and gone. Went over the wall and gone, and that'll tie it up at one apiece as Serbaugh hits the home run to right field. That'll be Serbaugh's first home run of the year. She goes opposite field off of Kemp and ties it up 1-1 for Dennison. That breaks a streak of four in a row for Kemp and first hit of the ball game by Dennison. And it's a home run, ties things up at one apiece. Dennison hit two off of Kemp last year. They tack one on here, so now that's three in the last two meetings against Kemp. And that's their ninth homer as a team this season. 1-1 now. Bases are empty. Kemp will start all over again, and it brings up Groom, the left fielder, hitting 267, right-handed batter. Takes that one down low and inside. Have to credit Serball right there with a 174 batting average. Goes opposite field for the right field solo shot for Dennison, the big red. On deck is Wolf. One down here in the inning. We're knotted up at one. Kemp with the outfield straightaway medium depth. That pitch is inside. Gets away from Ivers. And the count now 2-0. Looked like Kemp tried to muscle up on that one a little bit too much and got away from him. Just had to have a quick mindset. Forget about the solo shot. Still brings it to a tie game and continue to pitch well and let your defense work. Well, you know what happens this Friday. Major League Baseball season begins. Reds host the Pirates. Guardians are in Seattle. That pitch is swung on and tapped foul over to the third base dugout. Beth Goddard was on it like a cat on a mouse. (laughs) Two and one. Groom after the homer by Serbaugh. Two and one, swung on. Popped to short, going back near the bag is Cornelius to grab it for the second out of the inning. Nice job for Kemp to bounce back, gets the second out of the inning as it's just a little slow liner to Cornelius at short, and she makes the easy play. Number 10. That'll bring up Sierra. Claire Wolf. Wolf. 
Wolf, 267 on the year. Two down here in the inning. We're tied up at one. That pitch swung on and fouled back over the first base side. Out of play. 0-1 the count. If Wolf can keep this thing going, Doulette will come up to the plate. Kemp appears at her card on her wrist. That pitch swung on, fouled back to the screen. And the count now moves quickly to 0-2. Mentioned these two teams split last year. The Lions won game one. Dennison came back on game number two. So Dennison, only two games since March 10th, but they were going to come in here with a little confidence after the win against the Lions last year. 0-2 the count. Into the wind and the pitch. Swung on and missed. Changed it up on her. Second strike out of the inning and the ball game for Casey Kemp. But in the inning, they get the home run by Serbaugh to tie things up at 1-1, heading to the bottom of the second. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name uh, My name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello, my name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available? Hello, my name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. Just been rented. Hello, I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Volk. Hello, my name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello, my name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What oh, is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris right back here at the softball complex next to River Road. And the Lions will send up to the plate Maddie Kennedy, B. Ivers, and Casey Fincham. Tied up at one here as we head into the bottom of the second. Kennedy, right-handed batter. She's leading the team in hitting now at 419. That pitch is over but low. Kennedy already 18 hits on the year. She's got three doubles, a triple, and two home runs. She hit a home run last Thursday against Wittenberg. One or no the count. Pitch to the plate. That pitch is in tight, but called a strike over the inside corner. Kennedy kind of goes ooh on that one. Walks away from the plate. Evens the count at one and one. That did look a little inside, but count even at one and one. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on, fouled back to the screen. Kennedy fouling it straight back and now goes to one and two. Maddie, the sophomore right fielder, Erlanger, Kentucky. Then another Chamber of Commerce comment contract so you've yet. got. Not yet. You look it up. One and two to count. Just off the outside corner. Boy, it took a lot of guts for Kennedy to take that pitch. Yeah, that was a nice pitch by Serball. Got, got it on the outside corner, but it was a ball. 2-2 two, two count to Kennedy now. Right-handed batter. Two and two to count to the leadoff hitter here in the second inning. 1-1 one, one the score. Pitch to the plate. Swung on fly ball, left field, and deep, and gone! Kennedy all over that one, Dave. A solo shot for Maddie Kennedy. The Lions have taken the lead 2-1 to one on a bomb to left field. That one hit up against the batting cages over the left field fence. That one 
was a room service fastball right down the middle, and Kennedy jumped all over it. Where's the easy button? Boom, there it is. <laughs> Macy Cornelius has it. Kennedy hits it. Solo shot for Kennedy to put the Lions back on top. And Kennedy, as she walks away from the plate, has some words yes, of advice for the next hitter, B. Ivers. Lions lead it out 2-1. to one. Talk about Maddie, man, playing some of the best ball. She had a great freshman year, but you can argue the stretch of what she's played in Florida to now has been maybe her best in her college career, and that was a shot to left field. A trip to Florida. She really started to shine. 2-1, and one, Lions lead it. Pitch to Ivers in tight. B, who had a home run last Thursday against Wittenberg. Eight home runs total for the Lions. That puts 12 home runs in their five-game winning streak, counting the one for Kennedy right here today. 1-0 to B. Ivers, pitch to the plate, and that's a strike over the inside corner. 1-1 one one the count. Stands even with the plate in the middle of the right-hand batter's box. 1-1 one, one pitch, swung on, fouled over the first base dugout. Dennison in the first base dugout. Lions in the third base dugout. Gotta say, I like this home plate umpire, Guy Morrow. He does not take any hesitation on strike calls. <laughs> he is on top of everything. Hey, if there's one thing that makes you happy, that's it right there. That's it. One and two. Pitch swung on. Fly ball out into right center field. Four that was deep, and it is gone. Over the scoreboard, Ivers goes opposite. It's back-to-back jacks for Kennedy and Ivers. 3-1 Lions lead. What a bomb by B. Ivers. Cleared the scoreboard in right field. Kennedy and Ivers back-to-back, and the Lions put up a two-spot with a 3-1 lead. That is her third homer of the season, ninth RBI, and she just went with that pitch to right field and hit it over the scoreboard for a home run. The Lions now lead it 3-1. That is 13 home runs in the last five games for this Lions team. Offensively, they are putting it together. Going out to the mound now, Tiffany Osmond. Osmond, we told you about her. She last won 20 games with his Denison squad, Chris. Back in 2019, they went to the NCAC title game. Osmond, in her first 12 years, won 20 games in each year, her first 12 years as head coach at Denison. Yeah, she's well-known across the Division Three level, three NCAA regional appearances, played at Manchester, and now a chance back in the HCAC to coach, and uh, we have a great relationship with her and uh, glad to get Denison on the schedule every year. Nobody down here in the inning still, and it will bring up Casey Fincham. Lions have hit home runs back-to-back with Kennedy and Ivers, and Fincham hitting 386, right-handed batter, takes that pitch down low. 1-0 the count. Dave, we talked about it a lot last year, but uh, you got Kennedy, 6-hole, Ivers in the 7-hole, hitting back-to-back home runs. Fincham has the power, and then you've got the 9-hole spot of McDonald on deck. 3-1 the score. That pitch hangs in tight. And the count now goes 2-0. And a great response after Serball hit the solo shot in the top of the second to tie it up. Kennedy and Ivers go back-to-back here in the bottom half of the inning. 2-0 the count to Fincham. She's ahead in the count now. And the pitch with nobody down. Swung on. Fly ball. Right field coming in and now going back is the right fielder Wolf and all the way over her head. Bounce up against the fence. She'll get it into second but Fincham goes in standing with a double to right field. Fincham goes opposite field to right field. Does a little dance at second. 
her sixth double of the year, and she goes off the wall, and it's three hits in a row for the Lions in the bottom here of the second. You just said it. The Lions are going off the wall here in this inning. Unbelievable. This offense in the last five games have outscored opponents coming into today, 47-12. to 12. Emily McDonald hitting 270 on the year. We saw her hit a home run down in Florida. 3-1 to one the score. Lions with a runner at second base. Nobody down. And the pitch is over but low. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Sarbaugh is really having a tough time finding her location. Yeah, she's falling behind hitters. Now she's got herself in a little bit of trouble after two home runs. Fincham puts one off, off the right field fence. And now she's got to deal with McDonald and Lang on deck. That pitch strike at the knees. One and one to count. You look at what Sarbaugh has done so far here today, Chris. She's thrown 29 pitches, 15 strikes, almost 50-50. And when she's thrown a strike, the Lions have clubbed it out of here or clubbed it to the fence. One and one to count. Nobody down. Now McDonald wants to use a timeout as she walks away. Looks like Serbal kept continuing to want to change the sign right there. Her and the catcher got on a miscommunication. McDonald calls time. Now she swings into the motion. Bunted right out in front of the plate. Great bunt by McDonald. Picked up by Serbal. She throws it down the right field line. Coming home to score is Fincham. And going into second as the ball got away from the right fielder will be McDonald. Lions lead it 4-1. to one And they've got a runner again at second base in McDonald. Put pressure on the defense. Emily McDonald does so right there, lays down a perfect bunt as the pitcher Serball fields it, throws it into right field. Emily gets safe at first. She was going to be safe either way. Goes down for a hit for Emily. Fincham comes all the way from second to home on the throw, passed into right field. McDonald slides up to second. No outs in the inning. The Lions have put a four spot up here in the bottom of the second. You know, you could almost, that's the second error of the game, but you could almost throw another error on the right fielder for letting get letting the ball get by her down that way. We're going to have another team meeting for Dennison as the Lions offense getting ready to turn it to the top of the lineup here with Lang. McDonald still at second. No outs. What a response right here. Actually, it's a three spot in the line in the uh, bottom of the second for the Lions. Allie Lang reached on a walk her first time up. Left-handed batter. And the pitch to her with a runner at second. Bunnered again out in front of the plate. Sarbaugh comes in, throws the first in time. Throw back to third, but McDonald will stay right there, and the sacrifice is complete. That is a job well done. Allie Lang puts a bunt right back to Sarbaugh. This time she fields it cleanly and gets the out, the first one of the inning. But in doing so, McDonald moves from second to third, and she's 60 feet away. And it brings up one of the hottest hitters <laughs> that the Lions have in Kelsey Stevenson. Stevenson. Two homers, 10 RBIs on the year. Slugging percentage of 469. Right-handed batter for the, or right-handed hitter for the Lions. Second baseman, strike, hit the outside corner. Nice slider. Yeah, Kelsey did a job in her first at bat with the sacrifice. Now she gets a time to swing it right here. A sacrifice fly, a base hit. Should get another run and an RBI. See if 22 can go to work in the box right here. Cornelius on deck. That pitch, low and in tight. Nice stop by the catcher Calderon. Really nice stop by the catcher with a runner on third. Keeps it between her legs. Lions are putting pressure on the freshman serve ball in the circle for Dennis in this inning. Peering in is Sarbaugh. Runner at third, McDonald. Four to one Lions. That pitch high and outside. And Stevenson now ahead in the count, two and one. 
Stevenson with 16 hits already this year. She's a sophomore from Mooresville, Indiana. Had a good conversation with her yesterday. That'll be in between games this afternoon. And the 2-1 swung on, fouled back against the screen. 2-2. Two and two. Kennedy actually leads the team in hits now, Chris, with 19. And it's a good thing because Fincham just got her 18th hit. That would have tied her with Maddie. <laughs> And that's bottom part of the lineup right there, doing some damage for the Lions. Allie Lang is playing hot as well, coming off of Florida. Two and two. Pitch swung on and blooped. Fouled into the bullpen down the right field side. Count stays two and two. This offense ranked top 30 in the country last year. Took them a little bit to get going this year. Out of their losses, the offense just didn't get a lot of good things going. But in this five-game winning streak, they have found their niche. Everybody in the lineup has a home run so far this year outside of Allie Lang. Four to one, the score of the mount. They've put a three spot up here in the bottom of the second inning. Two and two the count, one down. McDonald to third, pitch swung on and missed. Stevenson went feeling for that inside fastball and couldn't catch up to it. That'll be the first strikeout registered today by Sarbaugh. It's a big out right there for Dennison looking for the final out. McDonald still at third, two outs. Cornelius looking for a little two-out bingo. 340 on the year. She reached it on a bunt single her first time up and was called out on the bases for interference. That pitch, nice pitch right at the belt, 0-1. Congratulate Cornelius again. Thursday she got her first college career home run, had up over 60 hits as a freshman. Didn't hit the home run until her sophomore year. 0-1 the count. Pitch to the plate. She looked for the bunt, pulled the bat back, and took it outside. One and one the count. Macy has 19 hits on the year as well, so her and Kennedy continue to battle that out. One ball, one strike, two down. Outfield straightaway, medium depth. Pitch high and outside. Two and one. Wind's blowing out towards right field. Chris, we already saw that help B. Ivers in this inning with her home run. Two big bombs from Kennedy to left field by the cages, and Ivers goes up over the scoreboard. Two and one the count. Cornelius bloops it out into right field, going back as Wolf on the run, reaches up to her left, and has it to end the inning here in the second inning of play. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up three runs on one air. They leave one on base, and we head to the third inning of play. It's now the Mount 4, Denison 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Casey Kemp has thrown 18 pitches in the first two innings. 13 of them for strikes, and she will be facing the bottom part of the batting order. 8, 9, and then 1. Charlotte Dulette, Brienne Gonzalez, and Maggie Ballantyne. 
Doulette, the first baseman, hitting 0-53 on the year. Right-handed batter. Lions with three in the bottom of the second, lead it 4-1. Yeah, great response from the offense right there to help the pitcher Casey Kemp out. Now stepping in is Doulette, right-handed batter. And the first pitch is high and outside. Nice stab by Ivers to grab that one. One or no the count. Kemp will go up against the bottom ha- bottom part of the lineup for Dennison here in the top of the third with a three-run lead. There was some work going on down in the Dennison bullpen. They may be primed to make a change at pitcher here in the next inning. 1-0, swung on and missed. Doulette immediately looked at home plate umpire Guy Morrow and said, was that a strike? He said yes. Doulette took a big cut right there, Dave. One and one the count, and the pitch in tight, two and one. So how's your brackets? Never filled one out. Really? No, down in spring break, we were busy every day. I didn't even know actually who was matching up with who until probably late Thursday night. See what kids will do to you? Kids and softball. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have time for anything else anymore, two and one. Swung on and lined into center field for a base hit. Nice piece of hitting by Doulette right there. She almost takes off Casey Kemp's head as she singles up the middle. That's two hits for Dennison, a a hitter of Serball hitting 174, and Doulette was .053. Ivers went out halfway between the mound and home plate. Kemp, not sure if maybe Casey is a little upset or what, but she's off the back of the circle and trying to get her wits about her now. Yep, she's back on the rubber. Looks okay. Doulette at first, and it brings up Gonzalez, who's hitting 348. And that pitch is a ball. Want to know the count? Doulette has no attempts for stolen bases. Actually, Dennison on the year, they're only one for one with one stolen base. They count. don't have a sacrifice either. Want to know the count? Pitch, swung on and grounded to second. Stevenson, pick it up. She'll tag the runner going to second in time to first for the double play. Nice play, Kelsey Stevenson. It was a roller right to her. She tagged the runner and threw it to first for a double play, and that's a fantastic job by 22 and blue. So just like that, one pitch, two outs, brings up the top of the order in Ballantyne, who grounded out to third her first time up on one pitch. See if Ballantyne takes a pitch this time up. Nice play by Stevenson. Defense ranks fourth in the country for the Lions. That pitch took it right down Broadway. 0-1. I figured she'd take a pitch after going after the first one in her first at bat to lead off the game. 0-1 the count. Two down. Lions lead it 4-1 here in the top of the third. Kemp rocks into the motion. And the pitch. Strike. At the belt, 0-2. You could see a change a little bit right off the double play. Now Casey Kemp gets ahead with two fantastic pitches and goes 0-2 in the count. And now she's going to work ahead with two outs in the inning. 0-2 the count. Into the wind and the pitch to the plate outside. Tried to tempt her with an outside fastball. She stayed off of it, 1-2. Like the location outside right there to see if she could get her to chase. Outfield straight away and medium depth. Infield playing back, Fincham even with the bag. Swung on and missed. Got her swinging for the third strikeout of the ballgame for Casey Kemp to end 
the third inning. We've played two and a half. Your score of the Mount Four, Denison One on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris right back here at the Complex. Lions leading it 4-1. to one. It'll be Courtney Keller, Casey Kemp, and Maddie Kennedy. Keller reached on interference her first time up. Keller, right-handed batter, five homers on the year. Peering in, Sarbaugh is going to stay in there for this inning, and that pitch is down too low. Once again, Sarbaugh stays behind the hitters. 42 pitches for Sarbaugh, 23 strikes. And the home plate umpire wants the bullpen gate closed. That pitch swung on and lined down the left field line, foul. Boy, it looked like Abogado may have gotten a glove on that one as it was over the bag, but she missed it and it went foul. And the count now moves to one and one. Casey Kemp on deck for the Lions. Keller leading off the bottom of the third. The catcher's going to go out and talk to the freshman pitcher once again. And now retreats back to home plate. Tell you what, the life of a home plate umpire anymore, they have to take more notes than ever before on everything. (laughs) Sneeze in the dugout, take a note. Forget forget the tissue, just take a note. One and one to count. Swung on and missed. Keller went after that changeup and was way ahead of it, one and two. Dennison comes in 0-3 on the road. Want to be a home plate umpire? Take shorthand. <laughs> One and two the count. And the pitch to Keller. High and outside. Two and two. Serball has not had an easy inning. And I know people are going to think I'm jinxing the Lions on this, but she has not had an easy inning in this first two. That pitch swung on, popped out into center field, going back and deep, and it is gone! Keller gets another one, Dave. That's number six on the year. She says, Kennedy Ivers, I went in on the fun. She goes solo shot to start the bottom of the third, and now it is five to one Lions. Chris, that looked like a routine fly ball to center field until it got up there and took off. Identical to the home run in Florida, just looked like a routine pop fly to right center field, goes over the fence, Keller with number six. That is, yep, her sixth home run of the year. And we are going to have a pitching change here as <laughs> Tiffany Osmond is talking with the left hander. That's Parpala. 
Parpala was expected to start this game, but now she'll come in and take the place of Serbaugh, who gives up the home run to Courtney Keller and makes it a 5-1 to one mount lead here in the third. Nobody down. When we come back, we'll tell you about the new pitcher after this. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, your new pitcher is Sophia Parpala here this afternoon, a senior, five feet, five inches tall from Deerfield, Illinois. Parpala on the year is a left-hander. She's got an ERA of 12.60. She was expected to start this game but didn't. Now she's coming in in relief with a record of 0-1 in five innings, ten hits, nine run, all earned, struck out four, and walked three. And she's coming in too. A 5-1 to one ball game, nobody down, nobody on for the Lions here in the bottom of the third inning. And the pitch to Maddie Kennedy, or excuse me, to Casey Kemp, is a strike over the outside corner, 0-1. Dave, the Lions did see Parpala last year. She was actually the winning pitcher of game number two, the 5-4 victory for Denison. She has been skating on thin ice this year, though, with that 12.60 ERA. That pitch swung on and tapped right back to the mound. Parpala let it get by her. It goes to Workman, and she throws it wild behind first base. Taking the advantage of that is Casey Kemp, and she'll go into second base with on the error on the play. That'll be the third error on Denison this afternoon. It was a slow roller that got through Parpala's legs. The shortstop Workman tried to come in on it, threw it past the first baseman. Kemp gets to first, moves up to second on the pass ball by the first baseman. Three airs this afternoon for Denison. Brings up Maddie Kennedy, who hit a home run to left field her first time up. Kennedy one for one on the day. Lions with a runner at second base. Still nobody down. And she bunts it foul behind home plate. Interesting maneuver, Chris, when you take a batter that is as hot as... Kennedy has been and hit a home run in her first at bat. Now you have her squared a bunt. Hey, you're trying to get her to make sure she's doing it all. So if you need to get it bunt down right here, Kennedy, find a way to get it down. Move a runner. Owen won the count. Harpala staring in. The lefty squares, bunts it foul. Kennedy off to the right field side. And the count now 0-2. Kennedy going to have to go to work, unable to put the sacrifice down. Now 0-2 in the count. Kennedy, before the game in batting practice, was putting up a Lombada <laughs> stick. How low can you go? And then she was trying to bury another stick in a tree. We couldn't figure out what she was trying to do there. 5-1 to one the score. That pitch hung upstairs around the letters, and the count one and two. Tough pitch to take right there. That was a nice location for Paula. She took a pitch the last time at bat that made it full that I thought, boy, it took a lot of guts to take that pitch. And then the very next one hit it 280 feet. 
One and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Got her swinging for the first out. Nice job by Parpala to come back. Kennedy unable to get the sacrifice down, and then she strikes out swinging for the first out of the inning. Brings up B. Ivers, who is coming in after a home runner first to bat. B, right-handed hitter, hitting 386 coming into this one. Make at 333, I'm sorry. Ivers out of the batter's box, looking down at third base coach Beth Godowis. And now the home plate umpire backs away from home plate. Not sure what that was. Unless he was waiting for the walk-up music to stop. One down here in the inning. Runner still at second base. Pitch is at the outside corner. Nice pitch, 0-1. Ivers with three home runs already. Had the solo shot over the scoreboard earlier today. She matches her total of last year so far we're just a third of the way through the season 0-1 the count we're in the bottom of the third 5-1 mount pitch to the plate swung on a grounder into left field pass to diving Abogado at third rounding third and holding right there is going to be Casey Kemp and on at first base after a line drive single to left is B. Ivers. Nice piece of hitting by Ivers. Finds a ball that she can barrel up and is a shot into left field for a single. Two for two on the day for Ivers. And Coach Goderwitz is going to come to the home plate umpire. Going to make a pinch running for Alyssa Whitmer. She's going to come in and run for Elizabeth Ivers. So the Lions will have runners at the corners and Kemp at third, Alyssa at first. And that'll bring to the plate number nine, Casey Fincham. Only one out in the inning so far. Bottom of the third. Lions lead it five to one. So Whitmer on at first base now. Keller with a solo home run in the bottom of the third. They've scored in every inning so far in this ball game. As the home plate umpire lets Dennison know on the running change. Fincham gets set to dig into the box. Runners at the corners, Whitmer at first, Kemp is at third. Now the outfield playing back a little bit deeper for Fincham, who doubled to right center her first time. And that pitch, there goes the runner, Whitmer, throw back down to third base. It gets by the third baseman. Kemp's going to try to score. Here comes the throw to the plate, not in time, and going to second is Whitmer on the play. That'll be the fourth here on Dennison, the catcher, as Alyssa took off from first. She stole second. Catcher tried to throw back behind Kemp at third, and it got past the third baseman, and Kemp scores. Lions have now extended the lead to 6-1. to 1-0 the count. Four errors for Dennison so far today. Three home runs for the Lions today. Lions have just got one run here that is earned. Pitch to the plate, down low. Nice stop by the catcher Calderon. 2-0 the count. Staying at second is Whitmer. Fincham coming in, 386 batting average, 11 RBIs and one home run. End of the line, and the pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded to short. Workman comes in, grabs it, throws to first in time. Advancing to third is Whitmer on the throw. It gets by the third baseman, but she's going to stay right there as chasing it down is 
Groom from the left field position to make sure she doesn't go any farther. So they get Fincham on the put out for the ground ball to the shortstop workman. Alyssa moves up to second to third. They tried to go back across to get Alyssa. It got past the third baseman. Alyssa couldn't locate the ball. Coach Goddard was, was trying to get out of the way. Alyssa probably could have popped up and made it home, but just unable to locate it. Brings up Emily McDonald. Lions leading at 6-1. to one. The wind and the pitch from Parpala swung on. Line drive into left field, but right there is the left fielder groom to grab it almost in her steps. And that will end the inning here for the Lions. But in the inning, they pick up another two runs in the inning on another two errors by Dennison. And they leave one on. As we go to the fourth inning of play, it's now the Mount 6, Dennison 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facility. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. As we get going back here in the top of the fourth inning, the Lions lead it 6-1. to one. Lions put a two-spot on the board. They've now scored one in the first, three in the second, and two in the bottom of the third. They've led it 6-1. to one. Bringing to the plate for Dennison to lead off the inning will be Workman. Indy Workman is the shortstop, hitting 321. Casey Kemp still in the circle for the Lions so far today. Three innings pitched, 28 total pitches for two hits, one earned run on a solo shot from Serball and three strikeouts as we get going here in the top of the fourth. Workman grounded to third or first time up. She's 0 for 1 on the afternoon. Lions lead it 6-1. to one. Pitch high. Workman coming into today with nine hits, three doubles, and one RBI. 1-0 the count. As Kemp gets on the rubber and pitches. And that pitch is down low, 2-0. Workman, a freshman infielder from Springville, Indiana, Eastern Green High School. She's a right-handed hitter. Dennison in the all-gray uniforms. Lions are in a navy top, gray pants, navy socks. You probably know Indiana better than I do. That pitch in tight, ball three. I mean, you and Didi go flying. Go, I should say, shouldn't say flying because it's not by plane, but it's by vehicle that you guys go over there like what every weekend. Spend a lot of time in that area and uh, worked out well for us. Three and zero the count. Pitch strike at the knees. Three and one. It's really the first hitter that Kemp has been behind in the ball game. She is. Thrown 28 pitches, 19 strikes. Three and one the count. Nobody down here in the fourth. That pitch called strike. Boy, that was right down Broadway, and for whatever reason, Workman thought it was a ball. Yeah, she took two or three steps going to first base, and I, like you said, it was right down the middle of the plate. Full count for Kemp. Three and two. 
to the leadoff hitter here in the inning. That's Workman, the shortstop. Abogado is on deck. That pitch line right to Gabbard's glove at first base. Put a star by that one, Rachel Gabbard. That was a line drive by the first baseman. Snagged it. What a ball by Workman off her bat. But Gabbard shows off a little defense for the Lions for the first out. Brings up Jackie Abogado. Abogado bounced back to the mound and the first inning of play. Third baseman hitting 448 on the year. This is a tough inning for Kemp, although she can concentrate just putting the ball over the plate with a five-run lead. One out, pitch swung on, foul back and out of play over the first base side. That's one thing with Rachel Gabbert, the senior from Fort Thomas, Kentucky. They've been hitting for her quite a bit over the last week and a half, but one thing that she has still enabled herself to do is continue to play at a high level at first base and be a leader. On one, the pitch. Caught the inside corner. Oh, and moving quite a bit right there, Dave, on the inside corner for Kemp. Working way ahead. 0-2 count, one out in the inning. No balls, two strikes, the count. Here again, Kemp. 0-2 pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Got her swinging. Fourth strikeout of the afternoon for Casey Kemp in the second out of the top of the fourth. And it brings up the ever-dangerous Annabelle Calderon. Calderon will step into the batter's box. She is their leading hitter on the year from Paris, California, Orange Vista. She is a sophomore, five feet, four inches tall. you got to wonder why somebody from California would come to Denison in the middle of Ohio, and that pitch taken inside. Immediately you would think she's a legacy student. Yeah, definitely. They've got a lot of kids from there, California, New York, Virginia, Georgia. They've got them from everywhere, so a destination school as Denison is. Either that or you've got a great recruiting budget. (laughs) One and all accounts, one on the ground, right to the backhand side of Gabbard. Fields it, steps on the bag, and that'll do it. Three up, three down here in the inning, and the Lions lead it, heading into the bottom of the fourth by a 6-1 to score. Action. Uh, using gay to mean dumb or stupid, not cool. Not in my house, not anywhere. Words have consequences, you know, so we, we're accountable for the things that we say, and, and words have meaning. And so we have to be careful with the things that we say and be sensitive to others, and so hopefully we can get that across. For someone like Grant Hill to say, and I believe it's wrong, um, and I want you to stop doing it, um, I think is very powerful. It's not creative, it's offensive to gay people, and you're better than that. When it comes to uh, you know, homophobic in, in the sports world, it's come a long way, and I think that people are realizing that you have to respect one another. You have to respect people's values and what they are, because we're not here to judge, and I think it's, it's critical to start the standard for people that are in kindergarten, first, second grade, and it starts with the NBA, because uh, a lot of these people, you look up to the stars, these role models, and kids want to be you, and if they see how you're acting towards this, um, it definitely will sway a lot of people. Six to one, Lions lead it as we head to the bottom of the fourth inning. Told you about how Denison had defeated Franklin, and you'll see how I segue this in. They had defeated Franklin in a doubleheader earlier this year. They played them back on the ninth. They beat them two to one and one to nothing. 
And guess who's coming to town on Saturday? Yeah, open up HCAC play. Franklin comes to town on Saturday with a 12-4 and record, playing really well. And the pitch to Lang, strike over the outside corner. Lang down in the count 0-1. Yep, those games will start at noon and 2. We'll have them both for you here on Ultimate Sports Talk, so join us then. 0-1 the count to Lang, lefty on lefty, and that pitch backs Lang away from the plate. You know, I don't think Lang has got a fierce look that she ever sports. That one there, (laughs) being brushed back just a little bit, brought out a little fierce look. 1-1 the count, swung on and tapped foul. Stevenson tried to knock it down with her bat, but just like she did the last time up, swung and missed at it. <laughs> Big cut right there for Allie Lang. Allie's a kid that coming into Florida, Dave, had zero hits. In a week and a half, she took her batting average from .67 to .235 in eight hits. Uh, she's just really doing a good job being a leadoff hitter. Coach Goddard was just coming in to question, I think, a little bit of uh, potential catcher interference. As she talks with the home plate umpire Guy Morrow, the first base umpire, Gavin Cannon. Well, you could swear we're in the middle of Alaska the way he is bundled <laughs> up down there. Gloves, he's got the... Took the, no chances today. No, none at all. I mean, it's not that bad out. <laughs> Holy Toledo, one and two the count. Outside, two and two. I mean, he's got the face mask on. Every, I mean, the, the hoodie, he's got the down linen jacket. Hand warmers in the glove. Hand warmers. Holy Toledo. He should have been a Rose Holman with us a couple of years ago. Two and two to count that pitch in tight. Three and two. Nice piece of A.B. from Lang bringing it to a full count. Trying to find a way on. Stevenson on deck. Lang the leadoff hitter here in the bottom of the fourth for the Lions. Three and two the count to the leadoff hitter. 6-1, 6-1, Lions lead it. Pitch swung on and missed. Went after that sweeper. And it's the first out of the inning. Great pitch by Arpaolo as she gets Lang swing, and that's her second strikeout on the afternoon. Of course, I kid the umpire because I got Chloe Jansen up here beside me, and she's wearing one of those winter parkas. <laughs> one away, and there goes the 4 o'clock train. And that pitch down low to Stevenson. Kelsey sacrificed her first time up and struck out her last time up. Stevenson coming off two home runs on Thursday against Wittenberg. She's a nursing major, sophomore, second baseman, made a great defensive play to get a double play for us earlier in the ballgame. One another count, one down. Outfield straight away. Pitch, good pitch right down the middle. One and one the count. Cornelius on deck. Keller in the hole for the Lions. Six to one lead. Lions, in case you missed it, have hit three home runs today. That is 11 in their last three games. One and one the count. Pitch, swung on and line down the left field line, inside the bag and fair. Rounding first and hanging right there is Stevenson as Groom got over into foul territory and got it in quickly. Yeah, credit Groom right there. She was fast to that ball. It was a single down the left field line and uh, she got it in very very quickly and held Stevenson to a long single 
Coach Goddard was coming in to make a pinch running change. See who we're going to get to run for Stevenson. Looks like it's going to be number 20, Jay Thatcher. As she will come in to run for Stevenson after the single to left field. One out in the inning with Lang strikeout. Brings up Cornelius. Courtney Keller on deck. So Thatcher in to run for the Lions. Taking the place of Stevenson. Of course, Kelsey will come right back into the ball game in the bottom of the inning. You would anticipate Thatcher. One for one in stolen base attempts this year. Infield playing in at the corners for Cornelius. Six to one the score. And the pitch is upstairs for a ball. Want to know the count. Cornelius, 19 hits on the year so far. The sophomore shortstop. Thatcher at first, running for Stevenson after the single. One out in the inning. Lions lead it 6-1. to one. And that pitch taken upstairs. Well, that looked like a good pitch, Chris. 2-0. and oh. Yeah, it did. And uh, close eye by Cornelius. Find a way on right here if you're one with Keller on deck. Two and zero, the count. One down here in the inning. Thatcher at first pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Coming over the second baseman, Ballantyne has it for the second out of the inning. Just a high pop fly, as you mentioned, Dave, in the infield. Ballantyne, the second baseman, calls everybody off. Two outs in the inning for Dennison. Two down. Thatcher still at first base, and it brings to the plate Courtney Keller. Keller. Reached on interference and homered. Her last time up. Two down here in the inning. Lions lead at six to one. We're in the fourth. Pitch. There goes Thatcher. Swung on and grounded to third. Easy play for Abogada. Throws across in time, and that'll do it for the Lions here in the inning. First inning of the ball game that they are not able to put a run across here in the contest. As we head to the fifth, it's the Lions six, Denison one on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. Can I ask a few questions about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name. Uh, my name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. Oh, it's gone. Hello. My name is Sanjay Kumar. I am calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's not available. Not available? Hello. My name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the apartment on Park Street. It's just been rented. Hello. I am Chen Ling. My name is Khalid Bin Ali. I'm Tuan Volk. Hello. My name is Moshe Goldberg. I use a wheelchair. It's gone. Not available. All right. Thank you. Yes, hello. My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. What is? Yes. Really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim because of your race, color, national origin, sex, religion, disability, or family status, call us. Fair housing. It's not an option. It's the law. All right, back here at the complex where the Lions now lead it 6-1, to one, heading into the top of the fifth inning, and it will bring to the plate for Dennison. Serbaugh, who's going to stay in as DP for Parpala, the pitcher. That's the way it was supposed to be to start out the ball game. Then Groom, then Wolf. And that pitch is down low for a ball. Only two hits on the afternoon for Dennison, and Serball has one of those. It was the solo shot and the lone run. 
for Dennison in the top of the second inning. Kemp still in the circle for the Lions. Six to one lead. And that pitch hangs upstairs to Serbaugh. Two and another count. Rachel Gabbard showed off the leather uh, on the last inning. Had a line drive and then a backhand in the inning defensively for the Lions. Two and another count to Serbaugh. And the pitch from Kemp. Fouled back against the screen near the third base dugout. Kemp was only at 39 pitches entering this inning. Two hits, one run, which was earned, and no walks with four strikeouts so far this afternoon. 6-1 to one the score. Lions lead it. Kemp peering in. She is looking for her fifth win of the year. Pitch to the plate. In tight. Three and one. Boy, all of a sudden, Chris, the strike zone has shrunk. Casey just has to continue to work. Five-run lead. Let the defense continue to make plays behind you. That pitch lined on the right field line and foul. You know, if you look at the standings, Chris, in softball, Franklin has the best overall record, as you said, at 14-4. And then comes Manchester at 8-4. Transy at 12-6, and and then the Mount at 10-6. and Yeah, actually, they got it wrong on the web. Transy's 12-7. and They are ranked 17th in the country in today's top 25 poll. That pitch upstairs, ball four. Be the first walk of the afternoon for Casey Kemp. Serball jogs down to first. They're going to have a pinch runner. Coach Osborne coming in to make the change. We'll see who she's going to send out to run at first base. That really looked, Chris, like she got squeezed on that at bat. I'm talking about Casey Kemp. The strike zone appeared to shrink on that. Runner is going to be number 19. And we'll take a look at that. And they... That is uh, Macy Harkovich. Harkovich will be the runner. She is not attempted a stolen base this year. Like you said, they've only attempted one. Yeah, no sacrifices and only one stolen base. Harkovich is a sophomore from New Hampshire. Harkovich, the pinch runner now. And that pitch swung on and granted to Fincham at third. Throw to second for one. And now Stevenson cannot get the ball out of her glove, but they did record the out at second base. So on the fielder's choice at first base is Groom. Going to be tough to run that double play right there as Fincham got it at third, got it to second base to Stevenson for the force out. And as you mentioned, Dave, going it from her glove to her hand, just lost control, but I don't think they would have got the batter anyways. One out in the inning. Brings up Clara Wolf. Clara Wolf has struck out her first time up. That pitch swung on, fouled over the first base side. And out of play. Some lucky blade of grass takes that one. What do you got? We're playing softball. This is not a baseball game, Chris. Found it up here in the press box. It's something to kind of mess around with during the game. Here, let me sign it for you. <laughs> oh, and won the count. When I'm gone and buried, you can keep that on your ledger. That pitch swung on, fly ball, right field. Going over near the foul line is Kennedy. She's got it on a beat, has it for the second out of the inning. Maddie Kennedy gets her first action defensively today, and it's a fly out to her for the second out of the inning. Runner staying at first base is Groom, and it will bring up Charlotte Doulette. 
Dulette. Grounded into a double play. Check that. I'm sorry, she singled her last time up right through center field. Two down in the inning. And the pitch swung on and tapped to second base. Stevenson has it, throws to first in time, and that'll do it for Dennison here in the inning. And again, they get no runs on, no hits. They did leave a runner on and no mount errors. As we head to the bottom of the fifth inning, it's now the Mount 6 and Dennison 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Six to one, your score. Lions are leading it here by five as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. If you're looking for a run rule game, the Lions, if you're up by eight runs from the fifth inning on, it's a run rule game. So the Lions will try to accomplish that here. Home plate umpire wants a couple of softballs. Said there are none available, so he'll work with the one that he's got. Six to one, Lions lead it. And stepping up to the plate for the Lions, Casey Kemp, then Maddie Kennedy, and B. Ivers. Parpola, the pitch swung on, fly ball, right field coming in as Wolf, and she'll have to play it on a bounce and grab it as it took a wicked hop over near the foul line. She stabs it. And gets it back in, but Casey Kemp is on with a base hit. Kemp gets her first hit of the day, and now that'll put the Lions at nine hits on the day. Chris, you know, I know the coaching staff would rather not hit Casey Kemp, but she hits the ball. Almost, <laughs> she won't allow them to take her out of the lineup. No, she will not. She continues to find ways on, and she singles right there to lead off the inning to bring up Kennedy. Of course, it does keep her mind off her pitching when she's on the bases and everything. Outfield to medium depth, wind blowing out towards right field. Kennedy, already a home run today. That pitch upstairs for a ball, what a no. Kemp on the year, obviously no stolen bases. I say that without even looking at this, <laughs> the chart, and guess what? She has no stolen bases. <laughs> well, you don't want to put her into a position where she sprains her ankle or something. No. The 1-0 swung on and lined down the left field line, just foul. That ball was shot down the line, just missed it. Chris, she has hit two of the hardest balls here today. Locked in. That's the difference. Maddie is focused and continues to get better and better. She's getting the head of the bat out and really smashing the ball. One and one the count. Kemp at first base. Nobody down here in the bottom of the fifth. Lions leading it. Six to one, and now Parpala. I realize now what her name reminds me of. 
Home plate umpire is going to go out and talk to her. I think he didn't actually give Kennedy time. She stepped off the rubber, and then Kennedy left the box. He's telling her, I didn't give her time. You don't have to step off the rubber right there. Her last name is Parpala. It reminds me of Vince Papali. <laughs> Remember him? No. Okay. <laughs> one on one the count. That's a change up. Caught the strike zone at the knees, one and two. Those of you who so are now out there. You have to tell me who he is. Vince Papali played for the Eagles. And when? Forget the name. It was back in the late 80s. or No, it was, it was 70s. Yeah, it was the 70s because Dick Vermeil was coaching the Eagles at the time. One and two the count. Swung on and tap foul behind home plate. He was, he was, Mark Wahlberg played him in a movie. Okay. Hey, every time I do a game with you, I feel like I learn something new. That's a good thing. It depends on what you've learned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I'm doing basketball, I talk to myself. <laughs> At least I got people up here I can talk to. One and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded wide of the bag and fouled on the left field side. Kennedy has fouled off several pitches in this A.B. Ivers stands on deck, as you mentioned. Casey Kemp's at first after the single. No outs in the inning. Lions do lead it by five. I think I do see some people down the left field line in the seats down there, Chris, listening to us. One and two the count. And the pitch to Kennedy. Went after a changeup, and they got her swinging. That'll be the second strikeout in the afternoon for Kennedy as she goes chasing on a pitch on the outside corner. That's the third of the ball game for Parpala. And it brings up B. Ivers. Runner still at first is Casey Kemp. One down in the inning. Ivers has homered and singled to left field. So she is two for two on the day. And the pitch in tight, got her on the shoulder. So a hit batter, runners on first and second. That'll be the first hit by pitch to Ivers on the year. Ivers at first, uh, Casey Kemp will move up to second. One out in the inning and brings up Casey Fincham. Kemp at second base. Fincham stepping up to the plate. She has doubled and grounded a short. Double to right center. Wind picking up again. Parpala, the lefty. Senior peering in for the sign. And now rocks into the motion with runners on first and second. And the pitch is down low. Casey Fincham playing a nice defensive game at third base today, making several plays. She is one for two with a run this afternoon. One or no the count. One down here in the inning. Pitch to the play, caught the outside corner. One and one. Lions with nine hits, six runs. Dennison, two hits in one run. Five errors on the afternoon for the Big Red. You know what's interesting is Harpala, since she's come in, 30 pitches, 20 strikes. Yeah, she's done a really good job. Zero earned runs. Pitch swung on and popped up in foul territory in between home and first, and it's grabbed by Dulette. And now there are two outs the runners have to hold. Yeah, she's done a good job. As we mentioned, she did beat the Lions last year, 5-4 victory up in Denison. And coming into today, she came in in a tough spot down in the ballgame, but has competed in the circle for the Big Red. You know, it's interesting. The Lions, not only do they have a losing record against Denison all time, they've got a losing record here at home against them. They're 3-5. and five. <laughs> 
Two down, six to one the score, and the pitch to Emily McDonald is taken upstairs for a ball. Emily bunt single, fly to right. You mentioned uh, 11 home runs in the last three ball games for the Lions. They rank 10th in the country nationally in home runs. One row the count. That pitch swung on, pop foul, out of play over the top of us. Who leads the nation and how many do they have? George Fox with up over 30 on the year. I think I met him in a bar one time. George Fox actually beat Anderson earlier this year, 33-1. to Anderson 0-8 on the year so far. (laughs) One and one the count. And the pitch to the plate upstairs. Boy, I had a long talk with their coach when we played at Anderson that Saturday afternoon in basketball. Anderson will play Transy on Sunday to open up conference play. Two and one the count now to McDonald. Lang on deck. Pitch swung on, line to left field. Coming in the left fielder, Cannon, and she's got it. That's Groom, excuse me, Groom for the final out of the inning. So the Lions go down scoreless for the second straight inning. We head to the sixth. It's 6-1 to Mound on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions UltimateSportsTalk.com Dave Mitchell and Chris Morris right back here at the softball complex on River Road. Good to have you along this afternoon. Join us for the second game, which will be coming up about a half an hour after this one. They might try to speed it up just a little bit. But in between games, we'll have Chris's interview with Kelsey Stevenson. Six to one Lions leader here. Looking to go 3-0 and here at home and up their mark to 11-6 and and give Casey Kemper fifth win of the season. Stepping into the batter's box will be the number nine hitter, Brianna Gonzalez. Gonzalez bounced a second her first time up. And the pitch by Kemp, high and outside. Gonzalez is a freshman from New York. We mentioned we were going through this... Uh, lineup here, New Hampshire, Illinois, California, Georgia, Virginia, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania. Let me tell you a little story about this. Swung on and missed. Of course, you know I'm full of all sorts of stories. They've got all these players from all over the country. You'd think their recruiting budget is outstanding. When my older son and the producer on Ultimate Sports Talk, Greg Mitchell, was looking for a college to go to, he wanted Denison. He wanted to go to Denison and play football. That pitch a strike at the knees, one and two the count. Dennison didn't even call him back. <laughs> and you're how you're you were how far from Dennison? About an hour. Hour. Yeah. Didn't even call him back. He was really disappointed at that. 
One and two to count. And the pitch called strike three. That's the first strikeout today for Kemp looking. That is her number five strikeout of the afternoon. Kemp has really put together a nice game, Dave. So far, two hits, five strikeouts, one earned run. That's three in a row she's retired. 49 pitches, 32 strikes. I mean, she's got 49 pitches. We're in the sixth inning. Yeah, really good job. Of course, it helps when your first inning goes three pitches and three outs. And the pitch now right back to the mound by Ballantyne. Picks it up, throws to first in time. Kemp gets her second out of the inning. That was a line. Big shot right back to her. Puts her glove down, gets a little gift in her glove, and throws it to first. You know, we talked about in Florida where... Fincham was constantly going halfway to the mound to talk to Kemp. Were you ever able to figure out what they Yeah, I talked to her, and uh, she just says they kind of talk about whatever, just try to keep it loose out there. So there is no telling what they're going back and forth and saying. There's a lot of smiling going on for sure. Workman with two down, takes the pitch on the outside corner for a strike, going one. Again, you just go back to the chemistry before Florida and then after, completely different. And that's the way it was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it's always like that. That trip is huge for this team and this program year after year. You know, one and one to count. We've got we got Chloe Jansen beside us. You know, Macy told us something during basketball season that you guys really bonded together when you went to Florida too. Yeah, must be. I don't know what it is about Florida. <laughs> the sunshine, right? <laughs> <laughs> one and one, the count. Swung on fly ball, and that's going to go up the gap in right center field. It'll go all the way to the wall. Kennedy's going to grab it on the on the warning track and get it in, and going into second base standing with a double as Workman. That'll be the third hit on the afternoon for Dennison. A double in the top of the sixth inning. Two outs. Lions still lead it, 6-1. to one. Two down, 6-1 to one the score, and it'll bring to the plate Jackie Abogato. Abogato has bounced to the mound and struck out. So she is 0 for 2 this afternoon. You want to keep this girl off the base because you've got Calderon, their leading hitter, coming up on deck. The catcher. Two down. Kemp into the wind. The pitch swung on. Fly ball, and it'll go out of play on the right side. 0-1 the count. Salisbury still ranked number one in the country in today's poll. Their home winning streak actually got snapped, though, last week by Lynchburg, who actually made it into the top 25 this week. The 0-1 upstairs, 1-1. One one. You said Transy dropped out? No, their 17th stayed put at 17. They're 12-7 overall. How many losses does the number one team have? I think Salisbury has two now. One and one the count. Pitch swung on and missed. Abogado really stepped into a bucket on that swing. And the count now one and two. Outfield playing hurt straight away. Matter of fact, Kennedy is probably playing in shallow in right field. The one-two pitch to the plate. Swung on, popped up. On the infield, Cornelius behind the mound. Gabbard calling for it just to the right of the mound and has it for the third out of the inning. And in the inning, oh, check that. Yes, that is the third out of the inning. I got miscommunicated here. No runs on one hit 
And the Lions lead it, heading to the bottom of the sixth, six to one. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Six to one, Chris, as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning. And all in all, this has been a pretty quick played game. Yeah, we're only at the hour and 20 minute mark. And again, credit the offense for doing what they're supposed to do. Three home runs today Ivers, Kennedy, and Courtney Keller with another home run. And Casey Kemp with another outstanding performance defensively. Nice plays by Fincham, Stevenson, and Gabbard at first. So, Lions looking to close this out and move the winning streak to six. Six to one, your score. Allie Lang, the top of the order, coming up to the plate. Lang has struck out, sacrificed, and walked and scored. Allie, left-handed batter against the left-hander Parpalis. Squing squares to bunt and bunts it foul right next to the plate. Did you see Allie on the billboard just down here on the road on the right of the field? No, I was coming towards the field. Okay. When you, I don't look you behind go, me when I drive. you go that way home? Uh, no, I go that way. You'll see it when you go home later tonight. Unless I do go the other way. You, you probably will do that then. Hit 275. Yeah, they just put that up about two weeks ago. 0-1, that pitch, called strike. She was on one earlier down in Covington, Kentucky, and then they put this one up about two weeks ago. So I mean, honest to gosh, Chris, what would you think if somebody said, yeah, I look behind me when I'm driving? Wouldn't put it past you. Well, that's true. 0-2 the count. Hey, down low. I didn't get to be the age that I am by doing crazy stuff <laughs> like that. Lions will be back in action this Saturday to kick off HCAC play against Franklin, the Grizzlies. 14-4 and four overall. Off to a hot start. It's going to be a fun doubleheader. One and two the count. Lang pops a foul out of play. Get uh, Franklin this weekend, Asbury next week in a midweek, and then Hanover comes to town on the 8th of April. That's another one. That that one is a revenge doubleheader, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. One and two the count to Lang. That pitch taken upstairs, two and two. Mentioned the Lions in the five-game winning streak outscored their opponents 47-12. to Offense has really come alive over the last two and a half weeks. Two and two the count. Pitch to Lang in tight ball three. Allie continuing to put together nice A-Bs as she runs it to a full count. Stevenson on deck for the Lions. Three and two. And the pitch to the plate, swung on and tapped the third. Coming in and grabbing it as Abogado, throw over to first. Not in time as the first baseman, Dulette, could not grab the throw. Yeah, they had Allie out, but the first baseman dropped the ball at the bag, and Allie's able to get on. That'll be the sixth air on the day for Dennison. 
brings up Stevenson. You bring up the fact that Allie's on the billboard. I wonder if that was part of her NIL contract. <laughs> hey, that's making a big waves in college basketball. I don't know if it was true or not, but I heard the big guy from Purdue put his name in the transfer portal. National Player of the Year. Edie? Yeah, that's what I saw. I don't know if it was true or not. Somebody might have been pulling my leg. Lang at first, and that pitch to Stevenson is upstairs for a ball. Want to know? Stevenson has sacrificed, struck out, single to left, right inside the bag. One for two. Lang, the straw that stirs the drink for the top of this order. One and oh the count. That pitch, down low, two and oh. Really was when Lang started to play better offensively, then the rest of the lineup started to play good. And so far today, nine hits for six runs. Three home runs. Fincham with a double. 2-0 the count. Pitch to Steven. There goes Lang. That pitch is lined into left field, but coming over his groom to grab it. Lang has got to immediately reverse field and head back to first base. And she gets back in time. But Stevenson hit that ball on a line, and Groom went over to grab it for the first out. Nice play by Groom. That was a hard-hit ball off the bat of Stevenson. As you mentioned, Lang goes back to first, first out of the inning. Macy Cornelius up to the plate now. Cornelius in the ball game is one for three. Had a single in the first inning. One down. And that pitch, good pitch right at the belt to Cornelius. All and one the count. Macy's a fun player to watch, both defensively and offensively. She can beat you in so many different ways. Is Transy this year here or down there? Yeah, here. You get Good. Defiance, Hanover, Franklin, and Transy all here this year. The 0 1 pitch. Well, that looked like a little breaking ball, and that count now is 0 2. So if you're the Lions, your overall record in the last 47 games at home is 42 and 5. You get the most important conference games at home, and then obviously you got to go on the road to Rose and Bluffton. Defiance here, huh? Manchester. That pitch swung on a line right to second baseman. Valentine, she grabs it on a line, flips to first in time for the double play. So Cornelius lines out to second, and in the inning for the Lions, they literally basically three up, three down. We head to the seventh, and the Lions lead at 6-1. to one. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Middle of the order coming up now against Casey Kemp here in the top of the seventh inning. Lions three outs away from pulling out a victory here this afternoon, which, as Chris said earlier, would be their sixth in a row, their 11th of the year, and for Casey, her fifth of the season. It'll be Calderon, Serbaugh, and Groom. Calderon, the Lions have kept her in check today. She is 0 for 2. Bounced out the first and struck out. 
the sophomore catcher. Wide open stance, right-handed batter pitch is a ball inside. Campbell's at 61 pitches coming into the top of the seventh inning. Three hits, one earned run on a solo home run, five strikeouts. Another good outing for the junior. Trying to get her sixth complete game of the year. That pitch hangs upstairs, 2-0. Two balls, no strikes. Outfield playing straight away, and the wind is blowing out towards right field, almost from the left field foul pole to the right field foul pole. 2-0 pitch, swung on and grounded to first. Gabbard on one hop has it, steps on the bag, and there's one away. Gabbard once again making a simple defensive play as that ball was hit right to her at the first base bag. Steps on it, two outs away for the Lions. Serbaugh has got a home run today out to right center field. And she has walked, she's one for one. She is responsible for the only run of the game for Denison. Six airs on the afternoon for Denison. And the pitch to Serbaugh down low. Courtney Keller has moved down to the bullpen to get warmed up for game number two. I would assume we would see Silverstein for Whit or for Denison in game number two. Want to know the pitch? Swung on and lined into left field. It'll drop in front of Allie Lang for a base hit. So, Serbaugh on the afternoon, two for two. Yeah, put together a nice piece of hitting right there as she singles out to left field. Fourth hit on the afternoon for Dennison. And she came in hitting 174. And now I think we're going to see a pinch runner for her. And if that's the case, she'll be done for the day. It is going to be a pinch runner. It's going to be number seven. And that is Janae Arcos. One California kid for another. Arcos on the year has not attempted. A st- the only person that's attempted a stolen base for Dennison all year long has been Alessandra Groom, the left fielder. She's one for one. And no sacrifice hits on the year for Dennison. That's a surprising stat. So Arcos on at first. That pitch swung on by Groom and fouled out of play on the right side. Owen won the count. There's one down here in the inning. Arcos at first. One down. Lions playing even with the bag at the corners. Outfield medium depth. Trying to keep the extra base hits from getting to the fence. And that pitch is outside for a ball. Two and one. Kemp, 66 pitches. And we're in the seventh inning. She has been economical. I mean, even if you take the three pitches away in the first inning, she's thrown 63 pitches through five innings, Chris. Yeah, done a really good job. That pitch down low. Nice stop by B. Ivers going to her left. Two and one to count. Casey's been effective all year long, even in some of the losses. The Lions have gotten beat three of their six losses or just by one run. And now that the offense has kind of started to kick it in gear, Lions are playing some really good softball. Two and one the count. Pitch swung on and fouled off of Groom in the batter's box. So the count now will go to two and two. Wolf is on deck. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Lions are just looking for two outs to move to a six-game winning streak, 11 
and six overall. Uh, Denison would move on to a three-game losing streak and then go to six and five if the Lions are able to take game number one here of two. Kemp peers in with Arcos at first. And that pitch called strike three, hit the outside corner. Six strikeouts on the afternoon for Kemp. Gets her looking right there for the second out. The Lions are now just one out away from win number 11 on the year. That's her second strikeout in a row, too, Chris, looking. And it'll bring to the plate Clara Wolf. Wolf has struck out, fly to right, 0 for 2. Two down here in the inning, 6 to 1. That pitch swung on and fouled down the right field side, giving Chase Kennedy, but it'll go out of play. Do you remember your longest winning streak? Mm, sophomore year at Campbellsville, I think we won, I think it was something like 13 or 14 in a row. Snapped by number two, number three, Lindsey Wilson in the country. A one swung on, pop foul out of play. Lions usually do this, though. They come back from Florida, they start to get into a groove, and then they start to go on a little bit of a winning streak right before conference play. Historically, over the last three to five years, that's the way it's been. On to the count to Wolf. Two down in the inning. Arcos at first. Lines with a five-run lead in the seventh. Pitch outside. One and two. I'll have to tell you one time about the streak that I remember. It was a losing streak. Mm. Those are never fun. No, it wasn't fun. Although I did have fun with it. <laughs> one and two the count. Pitch. Swung on and grounded. To Fincham on one hop. Grabbed it to her left. Throws to first in time. And that's the ball game. What a star beside that play by Casey Fincham to end the game here for the Lions as they win it by a final score of 6-1 to one this afternoon. The Lions are now 11-6. and six. They've won six straight. They are now 3-0 and oh here at home on the season and all time. They are now 7-16 and 16 against Denison. Denison now is 6-5 and five on the year. They're 0-4 on the road. And we've got game two coming up in just a moment. We'll be back to wrap things up from the ballpark on this one after this timeout. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with Picnic Party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new Yacht Rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. 
Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Well, Chris, the Lions win it here today. 6-1, to one, your final line score here this afternoon for the Lions. Six runs on nine hits, no errors. They left six on base. And for Denison, one run on four hits, six errors today, and they left three on base. Story is the Lions continue to play long ball. That's 11 home runs in the last three games. You had a three solo shots from Kennedy, Ivers, and Courtney Keller once again this afternoon. That helps the starting pitching of Casey Kemp, gives her a little bit of a cushion as she leads only one earned run this afternoon for the junior pitcher. And Denison's pitching today, Serbaugh and Parpala, they really pitched into some, some hard luck here today. They gave up six runs and only three were earned, 50%. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously six errors and then the three solo shots. Uh, I thought Parpala came in and did a really good job. You may see her a little bit in the second game. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, but again, the Lions offense with nine hits, six runs, uh, just taking care of business. Everybody in the lineup ended up with a hit outside of Lang, but she found ways on in numerous ways. Uh, and again, they just stay hot. Ivor stays hot. Kennedy stays hot. And so does Keller. Fincham had a double. So uh, exactly what you would script for game one. Now you got to bounce back for game two and take care of business. Casey Kemp now five and three on the year. She completed her sixth game of the season in seven innings. She only threw 75 pitches. She gave up four hits, one run. That run was earned. It was obviously the home run by Serbaugh. She walked one, struck out six, and she only faced 25 batters. She continues to pitch at a very high level, and it helps when you get run support early on. We we struggled to get that for her. Uh, We have done that. Over the last couple weeks for her, it's showing. Uh, her ERA coming into today was 1.54. She only gives up one earned today and uh, six strikeouts for the junior. So, again, a great performance from number three and a job well done defensively between Fincham showing off the leather, Stevenson on a double play, uh, Gabbard had a backhand and a nice line drive at first. So, again, when you have a defense that's top four in the country as a pitcher, you've got to continue to stay ahead hitters, throw strikes, and let them make plays for you. Brooke Serbaugh now drops to three and two on the season, Chris. And like we said, she really pitched into some tough luck, giving up five runs. Three of those runs were earned in the ball game, but they were the three that she gave up, the three home runs by Ivers, Kennedy, and also... Uh, The third one was by Keller. Yeah, again, I mean, those are three-run shots that were hard-hit balls out of the ballpark, but the rest of the uh, runs came off of airs. And, again, Dennison threw the ball around a little bit. It made its way down the right field line several times. They had an air at third. They had an air at first. Uh, If you're the Lions, you have to keep that in mind for game number two. Find a way to put the ball in play. Put pressure on the defense. So the Lions win it here this afternoon, 6-1. to We'll wrap up game one and have the interview with Kelsey Stevenson after this. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. 
Screening can find precancerous polyps so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. What do you wish for? A nice life? Nice things? Or do you wish for something more? A sense of purpose? Do you wish to discover a cure? To write code that cracks an unsolvable question? To further our exploration into space? Or to invent something that changes everything right here on Earth? Well, if that's your wish, make yourself ready. Because when you look back, you'll see that you didn't just make wishes. You realize them. And we're right back here at the softball complex where the Lions won it this afternoon. They're sixth in a row by a final score of 6-1. to one. Game 2 is coming up here very quickly. Uh, we'll have that probably here in about 20 minutes. But before we do that, got a couple of interviews that we're going to bring to you. First of all, Chris had the opportunity to sit down with Kelsey Stevenson for the Lions earlier yesterday to talk with her. And then after that, we're going to speak with Associate Athletic Director Chuck Murray about the baseball team and just what's going on with them this weekend. But right now, let's focus on softball and Chris's interview with Kelsey Stevenson yesterday afternoon. Here with sophomore second baseman Kelsey Stevenson. And Kelsey, you're off to a hot start this year so far, both offensively and defensively. And I just wanted to kind of get your view on things and kind of talk about your offseason coming into your sophomore season that really led to your hot start so far. Yeah, so in the offseason, I put a lot of work in offensively. Um, My batting average wasn't where I really wanted it to be last year, so I took the offseason to – I got with my hitting coach every week, and I put in more work on top of that. Um, And then defensively, I think just being in my second year, being more comfortable and more confident, it's definitely a big change from year one, and I think I have a lot of things under my belt defensively. Yeah, offensively, you're swinging it really well. You're coming off a two-run home run uh, series against Wittenberg. Defensively, you've had some big-time shots hit your way, and you've made a couple of big-time plays in some games, a diving play, a backhand. Uh, you can just tell that your confidence is spinning. Uh, the whole t- the whole team is kind of trending in that direction. Uh, currently heading into this afternoon, we were on a five-game winning streak. The offense has come alive. The pitching's been good all year long. The defense is ranked top six in the country. Just talk about the team chemistry. Obviously, we only lost two players off last year's Super Regional team, uh, but just talk about the team chemistry and kind of where you guys are at at this point. Yeah, the team chemistry is really good on and off the field. Uh, Personally, for me at second base, I have uh, Maddie behind me in right field and Emily behind me in center field, and we've communicated a lot more this year compared to last year. Um, I kind of talked to Chris about this in Florida 
Um, Maddie has constantly been in my ear all season telling me how deep she is, how shallow she is, where she's playing, and that's honestly helped me a lot, knowing what balls she can get to, what balls I need to go out and get to. And Emily's the same way, telling me she's deep, she's in. Um, so, yeah, I just think talk on the field is has been a lot better this year. And then final question of the interview here, Kelsey, as we wrap things up. Talk about your major, what you're majoring in, the education side of the mount, uh, and kind of your busy time. Uh, spring, obviously, with softball season, but the fall is busy as well. So talk about the education piece for you here in your sophomore year. Um, so my major is nursing, and it's honestly a really busy schedule, but we've definitely made it manageable, and uh, Coach and Didi have helped like moving games around to where they're not on clinical days and that just helps me a lot um compared to last year um i definitely have found my groove in studying and taking tests and it took a lot like meeting with my professors every week but they're really helpful and they just keep giving me good advice and teaching me how to take like the NCLEX style tests um, they work really well with softball, too. I think this year has been a big leap for um, academics and athletics working together. Um, with the help of Coach and Didi moving around our schedule as best as they can, my professors really appreciate that, and that makes everything a lot easier on me. Um, I'm doing really well this year, and it's definitely what I want to keep pursuing. That's all good news. Kelsey, we appreciate the time, and uh, wish you nothing but the best the rest of the season. Thank you, Chris. Chris Morris, of course, with Kelsey Stevenson earlier yesterday to bring it to you this afternoon. It is a very interesting procedure that these kids have to go through to get their their college schedules and everything set up the way that they need to have them set up in order for them to be able to play the sport that they're interested in playing. Lions won game one, six to one. When we come back here to the complex, we'll talk with Chuck Murray about the Mount baseball team. We'll do that right after these coming timeouts. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. And we're back here at the Complex and alongside Chuck Murray, the Associate Athletic Director. Chuck, before we get into baseball, Kelsey brought up something on the interview prior to this that I thought was really interesting, and that is these kids, not only do they have to worry about playing their sport, they've got to get their schedules coordinated and everything, not only with their coaches, but with their academic coordinators and everything else. That's part of the, that's part of the job, isn't it? it? It really is, and I think what happens, too, is in a smaller school like ours, you know, you'd love to get all your classes in the morning so you don't miss any, you know, if you're traveling or, like Denison, I think they left at like 10 this morning, so they had to miss some classes, but sometimes in a smaller school, you, classes are in the afternoon, so you try to miss as minimal amount as you can. What happens when you do miss a class because of an athletic event? Well, typically you want to get with your professor before the year starts. Now, softball and baseball is a little harder because you have rainouts and different things, but you say, hey, these are the three days that I would potentially miss. You get with them, you communicate, so everybody's on the same page so they know you're not just sleeping in and missing class because you don't feel like going. All right, let's turn to baseball where when you look at the standings and what's happening in the Heartland Conference, Chuck, 
the the Mount is right there with Earlham with the best overall record at 12 and 5 in the conference, and they did a number this weekend uh, down in Hanover. Yeah, they played really well, and uh, I felt. You know, you don't want to ever put a must-win series on the opening series of the year, but I felt it was really important because I think that's one of the teams will be battling at the end of the year for that, you know, one of those six spots. And to get two out of three not only gets you off to a winning record, but now you got a tiebreaker on them at the end of the year if you happen to be tied. So uh, it really was a well-played series. They lost game two. Their hand, the Hanover pitcher, good pastor, threw a really good game, but uh, won a nail-biter on Friday. I'm sorry, on Saturday, and then game two, we, we run in a route on Sunday. Yeah, Aiden Post, I thought, pitched very, very well on Saturday, and Bryce McGee pitched into some hard luck on Sunday. He did. Bryce pitched really, really well. He gave up two solo home runs. The wind was blowing out hard to left, and the home runs were hit well, But uh, and he gave up an unearned run in the eighth, so he was really, he's been really good all year, and uh, really, Aiden was good as numbers might not show it. He gave up five earned runs, but one was kind of a fly ball that just kind of fell in there. He had a little bit of bad luck, but he threw the ball well, and then uh, you know Ethan Mason threw well. We made a couple errors, and he couldn't get through the fifth, but no earned runs, and so again, I think they have to really be optimistic about their starting pitching. Carter Owens, we saw him down in Florida. He really took that third base job and put a stranglehold on it. And if he didn't then, he did this weekend. He continues to hit the ball hard. Now, he did get, I laughed, he got a bloop single that drove in a run in the first game, and I'm thinking he needs about another five or six the more to even up because he's lined out how many times. He's hitting the bad luck, and he's still, I didn't look at his average update. It's got to be 360 or 370. I think he was four for five in one of the games. So he's just squaring balls up, and it's really important because they really can't pitch around Ryan. Ryan didn't have a great weekend, but if you pitch around him, Carter's going to make you pay. Well, Gutsweiler is hurt. Yes. You've got you've got uh, Brandcamp Brand is hurt. That's hurt. Lawson's hurt. Lawson's hurt, yeah. and they're still winning. Yeah, and that speaks to the depth. I mean, I, d- I don't think we can withstand this for the whole year, but for a weekend or two, I think we've got capable backups, and uh, you know we're hoping to get Jake back soon. I, I got an update on Gus Waller. They don't think he's going to be out for the year, maybe just a few weeks. So th- that hurts, but it's better than season ending. And, you know, Matt, boy, his knee, we, we were both in Florida and we saw the tremendous catch he made. Yeah. Uh, his knee's still bothering him from that catch, and that's a little bit concerning. That is concerning because if Gus Waller's hurt, you would think he'd be the number one catcher. Yeah, and if Gus Waller's hurt and Matt's hurt, now they're down to, well, Legault caught one of the games along with Herber, so I think he'll get more of an opportunity. So it's testing their depth, but in, in previous years, they didn't have any depth. So right. this year, they do have it. Again, can they withstand this all season? I don't think so, but for a couple of weeks and, you know, going to Rose Holman, who's one of the favorites for the, con- you know, starting your season off on the road, you want to win every series, but if they can come out of that at least 3-3, three and three, I think that's a good start. Chuck, you talk about Rose Holman right now. They are on top of the conference with a 2-0 and o record. Everybody else, Earlham, Mount, and Franklin are all at 2-1, and one, but I know you're particularly impressed with Rose. Yeah, they, they, they're just always solid. They have good starting pitching. They don't beat themselves. They rarely make stupid mistakes on the base pass. They're just a good, fundamental, solid team. You have to beat them. They're not going to beat themselves. So that's why I say going in on the road is going to be tough. Want to win two out of three. Want to win them all. But two out of three would be fantastic. The big thing I've always said when you play all these league games, just can't get swept. 
you win one, you win one, then you you have a two, and then maybe you sweep somebody, you're fine. You just don't want to go in and go 0-3. But uh, they beat Defiance that they're two games this week. So, uh, But the way our starting pitching is, you know, we got a shot in every game. I mean, okay, now, is there any changes this weekend? Is it still Saturday, Sunday, one game Saturday, two on Sunday? Yeah, it originally was two Saturday and one Sunday, but they're expecting a lot of rain on Friday, so they figured let's play at 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon, let the field kind of dry. Now they'll tarp it, but the outfield's wet. They don't have turf. It's a natural surface. So play kind of like we did last week in Hammer, one on Saturday, two on Sunday to get them in going to be fun yeah i'm looking forward to it it's <laughs> going to be interesting because you know i said rose is always one of the favorites in the league i know they weren't picked but i consider them a favorite chuck i want to do some tournament baseball i do too i know we're <laughs> all i'm just really excited that you know th- th- it's been a long time coming and really want to get in the postseason for the kids and for the program so let's hope so dave chuck thanks for joining us. i appreciate it thank you chuck Murray with us here talking about baseball here this afternoon when we come back we'll get ready for game two after this Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy, and now I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside, ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Get moving! Dayton Children's. Experts you trust. Caring for the children you love. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Across divisions, sports, championships, and schools for nearly half a million student-athletes. College sports create lifelong opportunity, and that starts with education. We've raised the academic bar. So more are earning degrees, creating healthier campuses by working with the nation's brightest minds, and making sure more have the chance to succeed and are supported on their journey. But beyond the numbers, it's about opportunity, and we're working to provide it for every student athlete. Well, to wrap things up here about game one, the Lions win it six to one. They are now on the season, 11-6. and six. They've won six straight. They're 3-0 and oh here at home. Meanwhile, Denison is now 6-5 and five on the season, 0-4 oh on the road this year. And they will look to split this doubleheader here this afternoon in Game 2, which is going to be coming up in about 10 or 15 minutes. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will have game two of this ball, this doubleheader between the Mount St. Joseph Lions and the Denison Big Red. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back in just a few. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu admissions. 